Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. I believe Delilah probably had that same problem that Samson had. I believe that. But in the Word, it highlights another problem that Delilah had, and that's with money. This is so interesting. If you look in Judges 16, now Samson's with Delilah. He just loves her so much. He's, he's gone crazy over her. And it says, The lords of the Philistines came to Delilah and said, Entice him. See where his great strength lies and how we can overpower him to bind him, to afflict him. Then we'll give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Now, 1,100 pieces of silver at that time was like enormous. I don't, I mean, I don't know how to relate that. Maybe she could live off of that for like 100 years. I mean, it's like that was an enormous amount of money. And um, I don't know. I've wondered why would they give her 1,100 pieces of silver? I, I don't really know because I would think surely they'd go, we'll give you 100 pieces. I mean, Jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver, wasn't he? Right? That's what it took for Judas. 30? Okay. So with Delilah, 1,100. How did it get to 1,100? I wonder. makes me think maybe she did have some affection for, for Samson. I don't know. But maybe we don't, again, we don't know all the details of the story. We just know the highlights. Maybe it started out a lot lower. Hey, Delilah, we'll give you 100. No, nah, that's all right. I wouldn't do that to Samson. And they get back, they talk, and they say, Delilah, we'll give you five. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I, I'm, this isn't in the Bible. Delilah, we'll give you 500. 500? Oh, no, no. And they go back and they go, let's give her something she will not refuse. We don't want her thinking twice about this. Let's just go ahead and give her 1,100. Delilah, we'll give you 1,100. What? What? What'd you say? 1,100 pieces of silver? Well, I love Samson, but I don't love him that much. Yep, right? So, all of a sudden, now, Delilah, who probably thought she was in love with Samson, he doesn't even care about him. Because what they said there, we're going to bind him and afflict him. She's not only getting money, she realizes they're going to torture him. She doesn't care. Because she's got her mind on the money now. She's forgotten all about Samson. Why? Because something else better has come along. And I'll get on another side note here, and I just want to say, young women and men, you better make sure you marry somebody who fears the Lord. Because there'll come a time when things might not be seeming to go real well, and it'll seem like something else better comes along, and you'll be long forgotten about. How are you going to know that's not going to happen? The only way to really, you know, assure yourself is to make sure that the person you marry fears the Lord. Fears the Lord. 
You know, you might go, oh, they love me so much. Oh, they love me so much. And you always want, do you really love me? Do you really? Oh, she loves me so much or he loves me so much. Let me tell you, five years later, after you're married, it might not be like that. It might not. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the mesmerizing, obsessed, whatever effect. Not there anymore. Right? You want to make sure that something better coming along isn't going to pull your, pull your spouse, your friend in the wrong direction. So anyway, here she is. She's going to be the richest woman in Babylon. No, richest woman in, in the Philistine camp. And, um, you know, she's probably going to have her TV program. She's probably going to be, you know, keeping up with, uh, keeping up with Delilah. You know, she's got her new mansion and, you know, she's showing you how she did it. You know, oh, you know, I just did it. <laughs> you know, I did it like this. And it was just amazing. And I was amazing how I, you know, and, you know, she's, she's probably, she's probably thinking about that for days. She's just I got all these YouTubers coming and wanting to, wanting to get her on. She, she's like so popular. Now, everybody's, you know, before long, everybody's going to be watching Delilah. You know, did you see Delilah today? That was amazing. Anyway, but in essence, what happened here? Satan offered this woman money, a whole lot of it, to do evil. Now, people don't think Satan can give you things. Yes, Satan can give you things. You remember in the temptation? Satan even told Jesus, I'll give you these kingdoms if you just worship me. That wouldn't have been a legitimate temptation if he couldn't have done that. You see what I mean? So, anyway, Satan can do things like that. And I would say Satan will offer things for your compromise. He will offer you things to get you to compromise. I really believe that. Sometimes he offers it but doesn't give it to you after you compromise. But he might. It all depends if it's going to, you know, fulfill his purpose right but you need to ask yourself is there a price a certain price i'd pay maybe i wouldn't compromise for 500 pieces of silver but what i compromise for 1100 pieces of silver you, you, you understand what i'm saying we have to ask ourselves those questions and we should be thinking about that lila Held out for 1100 Maybe she should be commended because I think so many other people sell out to Satan for so little. They lie, cheat, steal just for a little benefit. You know what I'm saying? There's a proverb that says this, better is a poor man who has integrity and is honest than a rich man who has no integrity and is dishonest. Better is a poor man who has integrity and honesty than a rich man who has no integrity and he's dishonest. Now, he doesn't say it's good to be poor, right? That's not what it's saying here. He's saying it's better off to be poor and honest a good person, in, full of integrity, than to be 
rich and be dishonest or have lost your integrity and your values. Now, I want you just to think about that for a moment. Why is he saying that? First of all, he's, he's wanting whoever he's speaking to to think about this in life. If you ever have to make a choice between making a lot more money and you're having to compromise your values or staying poor and you get get to keep your values, <laughs> choose to be poor. He says, that's better off. I'm, he's not saying that choice is going to come. What he's trying to do is give you perspective. You see, what happens is we look at a rich person and go, oh, man, how do you get there? And we look at a poor, poor person and go, oh, man, how do you get there? I don't want to be like that. Oh, I want to be like that. He says, that's not the whole picture. It's better off. You know, he's, he's saying there's something more important than prosperity. Do y'all see that? And he says, you need to, you need to value these things right.